Remember, if we keep doing the same things over and over in the same way, if we keep thinking the same thoughts, if we keep focused on what is not working, then we're going to stay stuck. Then we're not growing or maybe we're going to grow, but just smallish. So whatever we send out to the world, that's what comes back in our thoughts, our words, our feelings and our actions. Everything we are sending out is a vibration. And this year, 2024 is about doing it Hello, I'm Meg Michelson. Welcome back to Soul Speak. And we are in 2024. And 2024 is a different year than 2023 on multiple levels. And so today's podcast, we're going to talk about that and, and that concept of having a resolution or setting an intention. And again, you know, in my belief system, 2024 didn't really start on January 1. Yes, in our calendar world, it does. However, nothing's a hard line. It's not like the energy of 2023 was done and now we start 2024. It's a flow. It's like every day flows into the next one. There's never a hard line. So 2024, like I said, is a little bit different. And my belief is when I'm starting a new year, I try to end it how I'm starting it. So I don't wait until January 1. And my word this year is love, and I'll talk about that. If you choose, we get to have a restart, a new year, a new intention, new energy, new beginnings. And 2024 really is about new. It's an eight year. And I'll talk about that on and off. The old ways are dying off. And remember, if we keep doing the same things over and over in the same way, if we keep thinking the same thoughts, if we keep focused on what is not working, then we're going to stay stuck. Then we're not growing, or maybe we're going to grow, but just smallish. We want to grow bigger than smallish, or you wouldn't even be listening to this podcast. So whatever we send out to the world, that's what comes back in our thoughts, our words, our feelings, and our actions. Everything we are sending out is a vibration. And this year, 2024, is about doing it new. So life is a series of experiences. It's a lifelong series of experiences. And when we get too caught up in that old, whatever that old is, if we had one mistake we're focused on, or one person we're focused on, or one relationship that's not going well, or one bad thing in our life, or even just one good thing, If we're focused on the one thing, we're missing out on other new and all the goodness we can have. So remember, this 2024 energy is about new. It's about throwing out the old shit that is not working anymore and allowing new thoughts to come in, new ideas, new ways to generate whatever you want in your life. Driving a different way to work, stopping at a different coffee shop, getting up and doing something different. But start our day new. And of course, wonder. I talk about wonder. If we go into wonder, we're setting our intention to live to our highest good. And if we do it from that place of wonder, not dead set on one thing. Or if we go into wonder and say, all right, universe, all right, higher power. All right, higher self, help me find ways to live my purpose. I'm ready for the ideas. I'm ready for the dreams. And now I'm going to go into wonder and let things come into my psyche. 
So we get to go into this new year with a co-creative energy, a new co-creative energy. That's what the universe is supporting now. New co-creative energy. The guidance will be there. The support will be there. It's our job to take the action steps, of course. And that comes after knowing what actions we want to take. 2024 is also a year to step into our personal power. And doing that with the support of others, that co-creation, the support of the universe, the support of our higher self, the support of our higher power, and the support of all the people that are on our team here on Earth. Remember, it's all about balance, though. Number eight is here because it's 2024. Turn eight on its side and it's the infinity symbol. And that's really looking to put our life into a balanced state while also thinking about the exponential ways we could grow this year. This year could be a kick-ass year. It really can. And I believe it's the year of the wood dragon or something in, in Chinese medicine. And, and the dragon's pretty cool. That's a manifester. So this year has a lot of potential, but we want to get out of any Eeyore thinking. We want to get into the cool way of new vibrational thinking and keep ourselves there as much as we can. 2023 was a year to wake us up. The last few years have been wake up years to bring us into greater discovery of who we are, how we've been living, where were we heading. And we're meant to do that, of course, always with a sense of curiosity so we can bring in new information. And 2023 really was about learning to be in compassion, learning to look at the world from another's viewpoint as well. 2023 was cleaning out those old patterns. And now we've ended some old patterns. Now we've hopefully cleaned out some of the internal and external clutter. Most likely we still are because remember, it's not like it's done. It's a lifelong journey. We can step into this new energy with greater strength, greater drive. And it can even be an easier time taking action in 2024 because it's a stronger year. It's a manifestation year. It's also a year of a lot of potential abundance. But remember, we have to be stepping into our personal power. We have to go for it. We have to take action. And of course, we want to do that with intention, not just action, but action built on a strong foundation. Action with healthy intention. Where are we driving? And what vehicle are we using? And why do we want to set an intention? You know, why is it so important to set an intention? Because in order for things to grow strong, we need a healthy foundation. We need a great start. Not just the resolution to lose weight or get in shape or change one thing about our life. Those are absolutely important, and I'm not at all discounting those. I want you to go a little deeper. Why? What's the why behind that? What's underneath that goal? What's the foundation you're laying so you can really look at building the future of whatever that strength is? So why do you want to get in better shape? Why do you want to lose weight? Be part of that co-creative process. Why? And what's my intention in that? How am I going to feel really good? How will my life look differently if I work to achieve this goal? So if I want to lose weight or I want to get in better shape or I want to relax more, 
What's underneath that goal? You know, there's many, 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 many resolutions and many, 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 many goals. And it really helps us to stay the course if we have our why. So this first quarter, these first three months of 2024, we're laying the groundwork. We're really doing a deep dive into our values. So then we understand that every action we take is in alignment with the values we are trying to uphold. Now, we've talked about values in previous episodes, and certainly I'm going to talk about values again, because it's so important to understand what are my values and am I living them? And as we have this new shift of energy with 2024, it's a great time to reassess what are my values and am I living them? So if you value family time and you're not getting enough of it, maybe your resolution for this year or your intention for this year, your goal for this year is to create more family time, to create more family time with fun and love or connection. And then we take action towards that, having a clear intention, taking the appropriate action steps. And that takes, remember, mindfulness. So stepping in, getting quiet, reassessing. And then moving forward with what is part of our value system. If you value being right, you know, if we're stuck somewhere and about feeling like I'm ego-driven in a shadow way, well, being right always causes us to be a little more alone. So think about it. How important is it to be right versus be in alignment? There's a difference. If you value being debt-free, value buying a home, if you value rebuilding a great relationship with someone that that relationship is really in need of repair, whether it's a romantic relationship or with a parent or a child, these are great New Year resolutions. Really look at it. Look where you are. Pull it apart a bit on your own. You know, we do the work internally. And if it's about a relationship with someone else, pull it apart a little bit. Be kind to yourself, but say, wait a minute. Am I just arguing to argue here? Is there a reason or am I feeling unvalued? Is there a reason there? So looking at your role in it, what is my role? Why do I keep getting caught up in the same situation? Now, what do I want it to look like? Where do I want it to go where it's not going? Years ago, when I was younger, about sixth grade, my dad and I started talking, I would say arguing, because it was arguing, topics mostly based on politics and women's issues. Mostly we were respectful. I can't always say it didn't get heated. And I look back and I really wanted him to hear me and acknowledge me. I wanted to be right, though, because I felt like if he agreed with me, then he would respect me more. Then he would say, see, yeah, Meg, you're really smart. When I think back to that time, I notice now as my years shifted and I became more wise, stepped more into my wisdom years, I really viewed it differently. What I really wanted was to have an honest and open relationship with him based on mutual respect. That was really important to me. And I felt I wanted to be right and change his opinions because then I would have his respect. And as we know, or I have learned, being right, remember, does not automatically give us respect from another. It sometimes often does quite the opposite. And then we are a little more alone. 
But what I really wanted when I looked back as I became older was a hallmark version of what a relationship can look like. So what was my part? It is not up to my dad. It's not up to the other person to fix it. If your resolution, if your intention is to have a good relationship, it's up to the person that wants that, at least to do their part. So starting to do what you can do to create a healthy relationship. You know, I look back and it was a little hard for me to have comfortable conversations with my dad. So I started writing him letters. And in college, actually, I started writing him letters. And that was a safer way for me to communicate with him. And when I look back, that wasn't a bad way. Because that for me at that time was how I could feel a little more courageous. But I knew even back then to do it from a place of love. I don't know how I knew that, but I just did because I loved him. And so it was easier for me to speak in letter form about what I wanted things to be like with him. And he would write me back because it felt safer for him to do it that way too, based on, you know, his upbringing. He did not have an easy upbringing. And over the years, our relationship grew. Even when we argued politics, which we did until about a month before he died, what I noticed was that we started listening to each other. We did not always have the right words and still sometimes it got a little heated, but we did our best to bridge that gap. Our relationship was real, not perfect, sometimes messy, but what we did over the years was really learned to value each other. And as a matter of fact, his last year of life, he told me how proud he was of me for the life that I built. But that wasn't my goal, or was it? My goal really was to have a relationship that I felt was authentic and safe. And that was one of my resolutions one year. Having a relationship with my dad, that was a goal I set. And it took me a long time to understand how to do it in a healthier way, of course. Took a lifetime, his lifetime, our our combined lifetime together. So what is that goal? What is your resolution? What is your word for the year? And why? Think about the why. And it could be repairing a relationship because once we do, that affects everywhere in your life. You know, for me, when I really worked on my relationship with my dad, I was way less intimidated by powerful men. So it was a beautiful vibrational effect, just like you throw the pebble in the pond. And then once we set that goal, once we know that intention, whatever that is, we want to do a regular check-in with it. That can be a weekly, a daily, three-month, whatever it is. And what is your goal? You know, it might be fixing a relationship or repairing your part of the relationship or doing what we can to create a healthier relationship. Might be, I want to really give this my all in a kind and balanced way for three months or six months or 12 months. So we can have a time on it, but then we want to be checking in, checking in regularly, seeing if we're on track. And when things feel off, because we're not going to do it perfectly, we're going to get mad. We're going to maybe not want to exercise one day or whatever our our goal is. We want to give ourselves kindness, pause, Breathe, check in. Maybe it's time to shift things again, create new or different steps that are more doable. 
Maybe it's time to say, wait, am I pushing myself a little too hard? Am I giving myself enough balance? Because remember, eight this year, 2024, it's an eight year, it's a strength year, but it's a balance year. Our goals require action in balanced amounts this year. So to keep it going, we need a foundation and we need to be looking forward to something that is going to be the outcome of it. Maybe it's to be stronger in self and to know if I'm exercising regularly, I'm going to help my mental clarity. I'm going to feel better about myself. My self-esteem is going to go up because I'm giving this to me. Go into it with that, what is this about? And have it be something that excites you, something your heart longs for. Because this year of manifestation, 2024, requires teamwork. You connecting with your higher self. You connecting to those around you. You connecting to the beauty of the universe, your higher power. And again, in a balanced state. You know, we can be really idealistic. We can be so focused on a goal or a belief and get caught in whatever we think that ideal is. We want to be careful that we are still including others and in living the life of balance. Sometimes if we're driving a goal, like to say, if your goal is to turn your income up tenfold, we want to make sure we're staying in integrity. We don't want to compromise our integrity because now that's a whole nother ball of wax with how we have to clean things up. Like, you know, when, when if you're in sales and you're selling more than that person even needs, but you're trying to make your bottom line and it doesn't feel really good, but you might do it anyway because you get caught up in the number. That's when we're not living in integrity. So we want to step back. Are my goals and can I achieve my goals while still supporting my value system, while staying in integrity? It is vital to live our values and also understand that life is just a series of experiences. Truly, I think the more time that we have on earth, the more we become understanding of, wow, it's this way and that way and up and down and it's not linear. It is a lot of experiences, some painful, some really beautiful, and a lot in between, a lot of gray. So with wisdom, we hopefully become more balanced. We hopefully become more accepting of others. I'm meeting my goals, trying, right? And I'm not going to diss other people that are not, because we don't know where they're at. So being in that, that state of, this is great for me, but maybe it's not good for other people. So when we are working to achieve our goals, when we're looking at what is our resolution, what's our intention, we're not isolating ourselves, but we're living in community. We're taking our needs and the needs of others into account. We're taking our soul story and our earth story and blending them, not just about the earth story. And to do this, we want to be taking time to tune into our inner world every day. I'm a believer in tuning into this inner world every single day, even if it's just for a few moments. Why do we want to tune into our inner self more? Why is that so important instead of always being externally focused? You know, when we are tuning in to ourself and allowing ourselves to take time to tune out that external world, 
we are tuning into our higher self. We're tuning into that which could lead us to our destiny. But when we are turning our guidance system over to all the external pulls, the traffic, the, the traffic, the people, the needs and wants of others, when we are trying to please or getting caught up in doing too much externally and the, all those external goals, our parents, our spouse, our child, our friend, we are losing that connection to our higher self. And that is where we will be guided into our incredible destiny. When we tune into our higher self, when we tune into our higher mind, our soul and body connection, now we can get clearly on our path towards our destiny. When we are full of love, when we are feeling that, we are in that soul groove. So we want to be clear with where we are putting our time and attention. Internal, not always external. Because otherwise we get caught up into the thoughts of what's not working or fear or dislike or blame. So when we're not connected to the energy of that heart-centered knowing, our higher mind, we can get easily distracted and then get stuck and then fall maybe too many times. But we get back on the track of connecting to love, whatever that means, now we're guided into our destiny. And on that, I want to say what my word is. My word this year is love. And I said that briefly last week, tuning into the vibration of love of every sentient being. I don't mean my word this year is to have a great love, a romantic love. No, it's my word this year is to keep and stay as much as I can into the vibration of love of every sentient being, of the sky, the earth, my clients, of course, my family, my pets, my friends, and the challenges. Looking at challenges from a loving state instead of a dismal state, because we all have challenges. We always will. So when we start to look at the challenges from a love state, we might get answers that are faster. Even if we don't, even if it still is taking our time, it sure feels a whole lot better. And then we are able to really live that destiny because we are raising our vibration. We feel love, we send love out, and it's a much healthier way to live. It feels better. You know, our thoughts produce our feelings and our feelings produce our thoughts. We can feel stuck and we want to feel better. So we need to find a way to get our feelings to match what we want. If we're struggling with a poor relationship, we don't want to keep talking about the challenge of that relationship. We want to start talking about the goods, about what do we value in it. And that's why we want to bring it up to a higher vibration. That's why we want that relationship to feel better, because we love that other being. So we want to focus on the love. Start talking about why you love that person again. Start appreciating that person again. Same with the job. There's parts of a job you love and not all of it. Start to focus on the goodness of the job. We can make healthier decisions from that place, that place of higher vibration, that feeling of love shifts everything in our lives. And of course, to stay this long, beautiful 2024, whatever those goals are in this year, we want to feel safe because when we feel safe, we can move into more courage. 
to stay in that higher vibrational feeling of, I can do this, I've got enough energy. It does really, it's very important for us to feel safe. And that feeling of safety comes from inside, not outside. The feeling of safety comes from within, comes from I can do this, comes from I believe in myself, comes from I know I've got a team that maybe isn't on earth, my guides, my higher self, my higher power, and I have a team on earth. So the feelings of safety come when we connect within and know that we have our own back and we have our tribe and we have our universe that can support that. So we can go within, but we don't want to stay there and be in isolation. That's not what going within means. Going within means I'm connecting to that beautiful soul body experience and my higher self. And now I got my juice back up. Now I've got that mojo going again. Now I can navigate the challenges because I just integrated myself. I just got myself setting straight. And I can navigate those shifts and the changes. And when things are down and things aren't going quite how I would like them to be, recalibrate, go within. And that does come down to knowing, regardless of our external circumstances, that we will always be okay. There are so many resources out there. Are we allowing ourselves to tap into them? Are we allowing ourselves to access what we need to fill the gaps? That might be we need more help in whatever way. We need to start communicating more externally about what our needs and our wants are. And I want to jump back to but the safety comes from inside in that connection to our higher power, our higher self, the beautiful universe. It will always come from that place within that knows where whatever our crazy existence is at that moment, I'm here for a greater purpose. And I'm here to accomplish even when the road feels crazy rocky, because that does sometimes for all of us. That means I get back inside, reconnect, follow my gut, do the things I need to do, and back on track. You know, today I had, I woke up feeling kind of bleh today and got myself up, did my meditation, still didn't feel that great, got on the treadmill. I didn't want to go on the treadmill, but I know I'm going to do better if I get on the treadmill. So I got on the treadmill. And then my afternoon went and I had a busy work day. And, and then I felt that little sluggish again. So I put on music and I danced around my living room today because I'm working from home today. And that got me going again. If I can get those dance moves going, I know what I need to do. I know what I need to do. And it's up to me to take the action steps to do what I need to do. So remember, 2024 is manifestation. We know what we need to do. Sometimes we need a kick in the butt in order to do it. So that might mean call a friend or step outside and feel the cold or dance around your living room. But get those action steps going. Because when the fear or those unsettled feelings are taking over, we want to take a breath. We want to relax. We want to let go of the shoulder stress. And then take that action step that's going to bring in joy again. Or maybe just send love somewhere, anywhere you can think of. Now, remember, love isn't a thought, it's a feeling. 
So we need to get out of the head and go to the heart and let go, breathe it out, exhale it out, a beautiful love feeling. It can be a memory, it can be a photo, you can look out the window and look at a tree, you can pet your dog or your cat or your bird. The more we practice that, the easier it becomes. So here we are starting 2024, beautiful year of strength. What's your goal? What is your resolution? What is your word for this year? Check in. Check in with those people you love. Give yourself a little support with this. So maybe tell your best friends or your favorite family members, hey, do you want to do this with me? We'll have a resolution or we'll have a word. I want to stick with my intention. Let's do this together. So you check in with each other. And then when things feel off, pull back, take a breath, open the heart, forgive yourself for not being perfect because we never are, and get back in the saddle. 2024 is a year of manifestation, and it does require a healthy team and a healthier self. So thank you for being here. I am so excited about what this year is bringing. And I'd love to hear from you. Send me a message. Share your intention or your resolution with me. I'd love to hear it. And I will send out good juju to support your wishes just as well as my own. Have a beautiful week and I will connect with you next Wednesday. Hey, listeners. Thanks again for joining me. If you want to learn more about me, services I offer, who I am, please check out my website, megmichelson.com. Also there, you can join my newsletter. I do a, the best job I can to send it out monthly, no guarantees. Follow me on Instagram and YouTube. Thanks again for coming. I'll see you next time.